what's going on your Philly Sports Network update on Penn State. All right, now listen. I want to talk to y'all about Penn State and what's going on with Penn State. I told everybody, I was like whispering, like, listen, this is what they do. I love how they recruit because right when they was, it was some big decommits, Wingo and Parks, they was gone, right? Next thing you know, and, and guys like Chris Tyree didn't commit, Julian Fleming didn't commit. This was a big hit. I mean, it was a real bad hit. And I said, listen, don't think Franklin got, Franklin got a whole nother stack of cards, like deep down, and his shoe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, because this was, I think this is the biggest hit. Because they, they just took some decommits. Of course, every class do. You know, a lot of classes in, in college football do. But, you know, this one was kind of like sudden. And then it was a lot of guys like Chris Tyree and Julian Fleming that totally went. And then Parks decommitting was a total surprise to me. You know what I mean? That was crazy that Wingo being so. And then Dante Thornton in 2021. So, um. Now you go and you see guys like Parker Watson, who I think is deadly, man. That's just a good, good commit right there. Jaden Dotton at 6'3". That is a real good commit to stand there. I just really like that commit. I think out of all the commits, I, I really like this commit. I just think he's going to be a star. I really do, especially around Penn State and the way they do receivers. And you got to think anything good, but if anything, you coming out, they're going to be NFL ready because Penn State sends guys to the combine, combine warriors, and, and, and straight up, like, they got guys that do their thing, man, in the NFL. At least make the rock. Get drafted. Man, you get drafted. That's big. I don't care what Get drafted. And especially, see, the plus is the combine work and get drafted. And I'm, even if you don't become a star, at least you're showing out as an athlete, as a player, to be in the best physical and mental aspect to do your best. And and that's what comes out. But anyway, um, uh, Enzo Jennings was big. I just think that Penn State on, on the low is not being rewarded for the cornerback defensive back work. I think there's always a lot of articles written, and I'm going to have one about the good cornerbacks that are coming to Penn I mean, it's a lot of stuff I'm going to be doing Philly Sports Network. Um, this is one of the Philly Sports Network um, edition of my Follow the Podcast. I talk about and this time I'm talking about Penn State and the regular Pennsylvania sports, you know, representing um, for Pennsylvania. Everybody, Pittsburgh, I'm going to start getting on that. But anything Philly, uh, City 6, anything Pennsylvania, I'm going to definitely be on. I'm moving to the Philadelphia area, and here we go. Now, Enzo Jennings, I just like his athletic ability, what he can do. It's a good commit. Once again, you're looking at that process of cornerbacks that they bring in all the time. And that's one position I say, wow, and then the safeties are getting interesting. You know, between Brisker and Brown now coming in, and you still got Sutherland. There's just a lot of talent there. You know, this year you're going to see Wade. I really am excited about Lamont Wade. I just feel like he's a total big-time playmaker. And to have him on that defense with Micah Parsons is going to be big. Two Pennsylvania staff, you know what I mean, players. You look at Curtis Jacobs and Cole Brevard. Um... Once again, I'm just it's, – it's so much talent in the defensive line now that you're just like, okay, let's just see who's going to do good now. So many of them. It's just like overstacked. Damian Barber is a guy I'm looking at. Fred Hansen is a guy I'm looking at. If Ellison Jordan is healthy, he's a good player. There's just so many effects. And you still got P.J. Mustafa. And, you know, you still got Cole Pepper. You know, and then this year we're not talking about who's there with Shelton and Windsor. So – it's just a big, but but we're not even talking about the guys who are included. And I mean, it's included with Penn State. Um, 
like that's been recruited. You're not even thinking about him. Like, and Crow Brevard is one of them. Crow Brevard is one of them. And you're looking at him. We're not talking about Hakeem Beeman. We're not even getting on him and the other guys in the last class. It's just, I mean, we're just talking about Crow Brevard is a good talent, man. You got another guy who could develop to NFL talent. I really believe down the line that Penn State is getting so many guys, that guys like Jason Owe. I mean, guys are going to become NFL, regular NFL draft picks. Because that's what Spencer wants, them wild dogs. He just want a kennel or nothing but dogs. Just breed them from pups. I mean, it's just massive to me. It's good football. It's total good football, what Sean Spencer does. I mean, it's, you look at guys like um, Howard Mudd at the offensive line. I really love the way he's just a stout person, you know, and what he does with offensive linemen. I think Sean Spencer's close to that right there, man. He really is. I just, it's just really going to be something to see. You're just, like, salivating, like, who's next? And, um, guys like Shaq, you know, Shaq Atone, his time, I can't wait to see what he does. Shaq Atone is my favorite. Like him and, and Matos Gross are my guys. And I like Sean, uh, Shane Simmons. You forget about the elite talent, that, what he can possess if he plays to his best of his capabilities. And then we forget about Daniel Joseph. I mean, it's just a good line. I really like this. So, Cobra Vaughn is one of those guys who you look at. You know, Curtis Jacobs, man, you got to look at this kid. Like, I mean, the line, LBU, I think they, you know, you could tell where recruiting classes is going. LBU was a big thing, even though I think running back was one of the positions that Penn State also had good, you know, players come out to the NFL in. But LBU was big, and they have been loading up on linebackers. They had Wingo. They don't have no more. They got Curtis Jacobs, who's another stout Elite talent at linebacker. He's really the type of kid that's going to be a good player. But you still got guys like um, Lance Dixon, uh, Brandon Smith coming this year that are coming behind guys like Luketta and Ellis Brooks. And then you got Michael Parsons. I mean, that LBU is starting to really stack up. And um, you look at guys, Koziah is it. Koziah is it is another talent. He's interesting. Another guy you got in there that's going to come in there, and I think when you put him under Spencer, he can turn to an NFL talent. I mean, this guy has it. We ain't going to say it yet, but he has all the raw tools to be that player. Um, Joseph Johnson, you get you another corner. And I always keep talking about the corners. Like, they just keep on stacking so many cornerbacks and talented ones at that. 6'2", 175. Tall cornerback, athletic cornerback. You know what I mean? Now you got this guy in there. Same thing with Cash Fields, another guy with head size. You got him. I mean, this is a talented cornerback in here. It's going to be a lot of good battling in here with some good corners. Donovan Johnson. Um, I think Cash Fields is an NFL type corner. Third, fourth round pick right now to me. I think he's definitely in that field to be an NFL corner. And I feel that if, if he has a breakout year this year, we're talking about first round. He got all the size. but He has all the skills to take. If he just go ahead and show it this year, you can see him being a first-round talent, Castro Fields. Now, I think that the simple thing, I'm not going to lie, that, that, that separates him right now from being, if he was with Alabama, they'd be calling him a first-round talent. It's just that, I, listen, that's just real. Politics is in sports. There's a lot of guys right now, Sharif Miller would have did that in Alabama. They'd be, oh, he'd be high. It's crazy. So Penn State has some real good talent in, in the league, all right? And they haven't been – they would have been drafted higher, if anything. Look at Saquon Barkley. How? Listen, if he was an Alabama running back doing that, he would have been number one. 
That, that's, that's the criteria between Penn State and Alabama that separates them. You know, what school they might go to might separate them around. And they're going to be better pro players coming out of Penn State. Penn State prepares their players better. Alabama go right. Listen, you look at Bo. Bo Scarborough, look what happened to him. If he would have been in Penn State, he would have been a first-round pick, I think. Oh, I think he wouldn't have gone undrafted. He would have been a third-round pick. All right? He would have been playing the game better, better as a running back. He would have been running better. He would have been better physically. He already ran like a full five. Just imagine. Look what Saquon Barkley ran. Just imagine if Scarborough, Scarborough would have had more yards, would have been represented in a better scheme. He would have been better mentally from Penn State. I'm just saying. Penn State makes players better football players. Look at Deshaun Hamilton and, and Chris Godwin. I just want this example real quick. I mean, okay, all right, anyway. All right. Now, Olu Fushanu has been impressing me real big. I, I like the guy, how he moves, long arms, strong arms. And uh, he's a guy that I, I want to see what happens, how he gets developed. I'm real anxious to see how that goes. R.J. Adams, another guy. I mean, super talented, four-star to me. Uh, that's a talent right there. You got to watch out for R.J. Adams. He's getting better and better. And look at Olu. They got some real, I just think of some dominant offensive lines coming. I just want to see them get worked out first. But they have a lot of physical guys who can move real good for their size and, and guys with strong arms. A lot of them are athletic and got strong arms. And that's the key to a, to a good passing and run blocking line, you know. And I see that. They get real athletic, long, big guys. You know, watch how Rasheed Walker does with C.J. Thorpe. I just think that line's going to be great this year. With them two there, it's just going to look so dominant, that line. And you got that's what you got to watch out for Penn State, that line. You know. Um, Michael Bowens, we don't hear much. I, I, that's the guy I'm looking to see play high school football this year. I mean, I'm really surprised looking at this guy is another four star. Like, I just think it's no question. I think he can even get beat to a high level four star. This guy has it. I think in the mode of Taquan Robeson, I think that's what Michael Bowens is. In the mode of Taquan Robeson, see how he, how he went up, and they're looking at how young little quarterbacks are getting so much. He can be a guy that can be drafted right out of Penn. In this day and age, I think he can. If you're looking at all the quarterbacks, Michael Johnson and Michael Bowens are the two of the guys I say, Oof, watch out. If they get the right mechanics work, they get that offense at Penn State down, those are the two most dangerous quarterbacks of the future. I'm looking at all of them. Sean Clifford, he's a bad boy. I like Will Levi and I like Robeson, but I think those are the two guys to me who are, you know, at the lowest. And these are two guys, the crazy part, those aren't guys who are pushovers. They can be lead quarterbacks too. These are just the biggest talents I'm looking at. I'm looking at Clifford, Johnson, and Bowens. I think Johnson right now is the better quarterback out of all of them. You got Bowens and you got Clifford. I just think this it's, it's a real good class and depth of quarterbacks to have. Golden Natumba was one guy I talked with before he committed. A real uh, high-energy guy. This is another guy they're putting on this line. I really want to see how they get developed. How many of these guys are hits? How many guys are misses? That's my big thing there. Amin Vanover, another big commit. To the Wild Dogs again, Bryce Mostella, another impressive. Amin Vanover, two impressive prospects. Same thing I said about them getting Adisa Isaacs. I was like, yo, that's another guy. I'm telling you, he's going to be an NFL player. He is a beast. 
Well, he's him and Jason Owe being on those two. To, to have those the, the two prospects, I say him and Owe are going to be something nice. So you get uh, Vanover and Mostella. These are interesting prospects. I like these boys. Brandon Taylor, interesting prospect they got. Let's see where he goes on there. That's going to be up. You're going to see where he's at. I mean, he's, he's interesting, you know, pretty he's talented. But, you know, he's not as talented as other guys. Like, that's a that's – a, you want to be a linebacker, you need to be ready to battle coming in Penn State, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. Now, he's an impressive – he's an impressive prospect. He is, but at the same time, you know, looking at that field right there, whew, I mean – Seriously, he got to come to play. So, I mean, it ain't like he can't do it. It's just that's a deep field. It's like being a defensive lineman. But see, in the defensive line field, they rotate more than linebackers do. So, just be if you if you confident, you good like that, come through with it. And like I said, I'm not saying the Taylor ain't that confident. It's just that that field, the top dog is Micah Parsons. Then the guy that's experienced, Cam Brown, was a high-level four-star. He's in there right now. Then you got to come and play behind a Brandon Smith and Lance Dixon and Jesse Lucetta. Not saying he can't get no uh, rotation either because you can be good, get your rotation. Can you get rotation? Are you good enough in this field? And I think Taylor is. That's just a big field. It really is. And you being LBU, oh, it's going to be something. I, I've talked about an overall black. Now, this is the most underrated prospect on here. You know, I'm talking about prospects. I mean, Parker Washington was a good one, but an overall black, man. I just really, you know what? And that's what I don't talk about, the receiver. The receivers is really getting stacked, man. They getting stacked. And to have a guy like Black in the trenches, I mean, wow, Jair Brown. Lackawanna College, I mean, they, it's no secret. They love going to Scranton, man. Vince, they love going to this college. They have got since the Paris Palmer time, you know. You know what I mean? They, they, they continue to get people. Anthony Wiggins this year, who's looking good, they saying. This college continues to push out guys, and it's only a matter of time for somebody. I, I like Black. I really do like that kid. Uh, Jair Brown, like I said, that's one guy. Uh, for Toma Momba, that's another defensive lineman. Once again, they're getting on. Now, Tyler Elson and Tyler Warren. Tyler Elson was a guy I interviewed because, you know, I do, I'm, I'm the man for Villanova. You know, as much as I, I'm the man in Pennsylvania, I'm deep, deep, deeper in Villanova than any other Philly school, and everybody know that. So Tyler Elson was a three-star linebacker that got an offer from Villanova and, and was very interested in Villanova. The Penn State offer came, of course. He jumped on it. You know, I mean, we, we know what it is. Two good programs, but one's FCS, one's FBS. You know what I'm saying? So, um... And Penn State, if you're going to be in PA, to me, if you're in FCS, there's no doubt Villanova is that leader school in FCS schools. I mean, if you're a homebody, your hometown guy, boom. And I think if, if it wasn't for Penn State, Tyler Elson would have stayed in Villanova. I mean, you hear, you see that interview, you hear what he's talking about, Villanova was it, he wanted to stay home. Penn State came, boom, like a dream come true. He's a good linebacker, man. And And the better thing is, Penn State will make him better because he's another guy. Ain't going to be rushing for no time. He's glad just to be here. He's going to be a good player on special teams. He's a football player. He, he more reminds you of the Brandon Smith. That's who he reminds you of. You know what I'm saying? He can really do his thing. He was a walk-on. So, 
Tyler Elson is a beast. You know what I'm saying? He can do his thing. He's only going to get better. He's going to be humble. He's going to work hard because he's going to want his time. So I, that's another guy. And I, I'm telling you, out of any of the guys that's probably a little slept on is him. All right? Um, Ammon Vanover, like I said, is a very good guy to have. I mean, Vanover, listen, he fall back. He's a talent. And then Vanover, I mean, Penn State will make him better. Fatuma Mobile is a guy out of Harrisburg. Once again, staying home. I got the article on Philly Sports Network talking about so many guys staying home, good prospects staying home. And they get another guy, or another guy, 6'3", 270, good talent, physical, quick for a side. Listen, they'll work on him. I mean, because all guys, it's because they're not four or five stars. Don't mean, it's just this, at this level, that's where they're rated at. It don't mean that a guy no stars can't be just as good as him. At the college level, it's all about who working, and that has been proven. And this is a guy who can sit back in the trenches and add to that rotation at 62, 70. Spencer will really get going. See, when guys stop, stop going, you know, a lot of guys decommitted and some guys didn't commit. Yo, Penn State went in. They went in. Now, Julian Fleming, you want me to talk about who? There's hopes on Julian Fleming. I'm just going to say that. Let's keep that in the air. Remember, Michael Parsons committed to Ohio State. Remember that? Okay. Just saying. Uh, he didn't commit. He was over there all the time. My fault. My fault. He didn't commit. He was over there all the time. Everybody like Ohio State. We're going to see what happened with Julian Fleming. We're going to really see what happened with Julian Fleming, man. But I don't know what to predict. All I can say is that there's still hope. All right? That's, that's the whispers in the dark or whatever. And that would make, that would definitely make Penn State, after what I'm seeing and what could happen, like you got uh, Kosiah Holmes and you got Theo Johnson. These are two prospects like Enzo Jennings that could commit. You got a running back and you got a, a tight end, one top of the nation that could, you know, add to that. But um, Tyler Warren is something different. He's, he could really be a tight end. 6'5", 223. He can really play tight end. He's, you know, played his share of quarterback also. So, you know, he can be a receiver. I think he's, some people say he could be in the Wildcat. This is something to watch out for. I think they want to use that again when they had Warren, when they had Tommy Stevens before, and he's 6'4", 6'5". Came in there doing his thing. You put Tyler Warren in there, he has experience playing in there. I could see that. He's a real good athlete. He's, now, that's another sleeper pick. I mean, like I said, they really did their job. And to look at this this recent class with John, people like John Domore, you got Devin Ford, you got Noah Kane, all showing Anthony Wiggins, Jaquan Brisker, guys that are already showing what they can, you know, do it. It, it, it was a real good last year, 2019 class, wasn't as talented as 2018. But, man, did Penn State go and get some impressive prospects out of this crop? I mean, they really recruited good. Guys like Michael Johnson, John Dunmore, anything they was going to get. Hakeem Beeman decommitted. It adds to the defensive line. They want to be deep. They really recruit good. Watch out for this team. They can even come out this year and, and win it because Sean Cliff is a good quarterback. I mean, when they recruited him, this is the 2018 class we talking about. This guy was one of the top quarterbacks. Seeds, I'm talking about, you know, when you be in the Elite 11, when you win that, I mean, people are really seeing something. He performed good. So that's another level of a – he's an elite level for a star to me. I mean, he's he's really a five-star quarterback. I really feel like their rating is crazy. Sean Clifford's a five-star. 
and then you go with Devin Ford, and you somehow get Noah Kane. How did that happen? You got C.J. Holmes. He's coming in off of transferring. It's like, whoa. But you forget about Ricky Slade and Journey Brown. Everybody forget about Journey Brown. That is a good, good group of running backs. And what I'm talking about with Will Fries and Manet and, you know, Gonzalez and, and, and Thorpe and Walker at this line, this line. Think about when they recruited Fries, how was he thought? He was highly looked at. He has been performing. Manet was very, he was, you look at any of the highest guys, he might be the highest rated guy on his line. Gonzo has turned to a, 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 a NFL fourth-round prospect to me, fifth-round at the lowest. All right, Gonzo has, no question. So you're looking at guys like Walker and Thorpe, how big they were considered, just like men they were thought of. Big, and, you, and they're looking good. This, this line looks monstrous. And it's going to allow Clifford to have time. And Justin Shorter, you know what? What are these ratings for? If nobody's uh, including the impact, that could be Justin Shorter, and he was one of the top five guys. Number one receiver. Nobody's looking. I mean, I think he's gonna he's going to dominate the Big Ten. This is a we're looking at ratings and expectations. Just because he didn't play last year, is that what it is? KJ Hamler proved what he could be. So Justin Shorter's not. Johan Jahan Dotson, another star. We're going to see this happen. We're going to see these boys impact, man. I mean, they all good. That's just what it is. Now you're going to put them in there to get used to Clifford. This is going to be big. And then you got Pat Free. Pat Free and, and listen, Zach Kuntz eventually is going to get unleashed. But they got a lot of confidence in Nick Bowers. And they got a lot of confidence and John Holland right now, the experienced guys. They don't want to let Kuntz out the gate, but he's going to get his chance. It's a lot of people, Daniel George, they like him. He's going to get an opportunity. They got, listen, Matt Hippenhammer. He's another guy. Two guys you got to watch out for besides the first three. It's going to be fun now. It's a lot of good receivers that he got. It's going to be fun. Cameron Sullivan Brown will get the ball. These are dangerous guys. So this offense itself, that's what you got to be scared of. They're going to run the – People are not thinking that because they haven't seen them prove it. But they're getting ready to run some scores up. Definitely. And let's look at the defense. It's a whole nother it's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother show. So we'll talk about the offense right now. Ricky Slade is gonna be a big ten. He could be the big ten offensive. Out of all them guys, he's the most explosive and just an impact guy. I could see him being a Heisman Trophy candidate in his third season. And his junior season. Right now, you're going to see Ricky Slade. He will be a, I'm predicting, he does everything it takes to be a Hobbin Trophy guy. He's with Penn State. After Miles Sanders, it's going to be an RBU soon because Ricky Slade going to be another, he's going to be a first round draft pick. He's like a smaller Marshall Falk. All right, so that's it. And then Justin Shorter is going to definitely, after this year, become an NFL uh, type of guy. I just, I, I'm, listen, I'm certain of it. K.J. Hamler got the chances, and he performed. Johan Dotson got his, Johan Dotson, excuse me, Johan Dotson got his chance later. You know, so Hamler started the season. Justin Shorter, now all these guys are starting the season. You're going to see some impact and some explosion out of these guys. And then you're going to look back and hit the hammer and George, you forget. 
And then Cameron Sullivan Brown, I mean, I thought he was transferring. He didn't. So that means they look, you're one of the guys to get the ball. Those are the three guys to worry about right there. And they even got another guy. Listen, this is going to be big. It's going to be a real good offense. Let's not talk about the defense right now. This offense is going to be explosive. You know what I mean? So next, next, you know, next Penn State radio, I will get on, you know, the Philly Sports Network, um, Pennsylvania College Report. We're talking about Penn State. And that's what it is. Penn State is on it. We're talking about what's going on. And it's really looking good. And like I said, there's other guys you got to look at. Uh, recruit Jalen Berger don't and Kevon Lee. Watch out for those two guys. Let's see what happens. Right now, Berger's all up in the air for Berger. But Penn State's in there. And he's always, they have been recruiting him for a long time. Kevon Lee, he's starting the LSU, Penn State. That's That's what it's between right now. Let's just see what happens. I really don't know. Are they going for two running backs? It seems like they are. It don't seem like that they're fighting for three, you know, because Holmes is looking like a he's looking like a certainty, even though you got other you know schools involved. He's looking like to me, I've said seventy percent. But Kevon Lee and Jalen Berger, watch out for these guys. So this is gonna be something to look at as things go on. If 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 certain guys that are three stars are gonna go up, you know, R.J. Adams, Golden Chumba, um, you know. Uh, Parker Washington, uh, look at these guys. Watch out for them. And and you got other guys who could commit. Mustella just committed. Let's just see what happens when these seasons, when the senior seasons come up. There's gonna be a lot of guys who end up going up. Penn State gonna have a top five class, the lowest number six. I mean, they really did some good job on some guys. People forget about that. Guys who could raise up in the rankings. You still got the opening. And all these camps happening. And you still got rankings after senior seasons that have to happen. Straight up. So, you're going to see more and more guys. I mean, you don't even have to be after senior season. It could be during the season. They see guys start getting good. Olu Fashani was one guy you're going to have to look at. No doubt about it. Um, I say Parker Washington's another guy that could go up. Like right now, like soon. It always don't have to be like certain senior seasons, but these are guys who continue to get better. R.J. Adams. You're going to see this Penn State class get more commitments because a lot of guys also transferred. I mean, Penn State had a lot of transfers, man. And some guys decided to stay, like Cameron Sullivan, Brown, Lamont Wade. Now Penn State is like, look, we need guys who can just sit back and worry about developing. Don't worry about transferring. We don't need that. You need guys. So I, they're doing a good job for 2020, especially, like I said, after not getting, you know, Chris Tyree. and You're looking at uh, Julian Fleming. Those were big losses. Guys, you're not, uh, Khalil, you're not looking at no Khalil Mullins. Don't look at him. Don't look at Justin Flo. All these guys have all went to other. It's not even, you know, it's, it's other guys now. Know, Tyler Elton, guys like that, got they got some good players who can turn out to be good NFL players. It's gonna be big. But anyway, I'm out. Your boys out. I was just giving you a little Penn State broadcast. You know, breaking down the 2020 class and seeing, you know, getting some more to some offense. All right, so I'm out. It's your boy Lita Johnson with Philly Sports Network Penn State Talk. Let's go.